everyone, and welcome to the 75th episode of Final Fantasy Union. I'm your host, Daryl, and I'm here with Lauren. Hey, guys. And Spencer. I'm not that big of a fan of Chocobo Mystery Dungeon Extreme 2. Is this, gonna, to is this going to be our thing now? We're, whenever we introduce you, you continue a conversation we were having prior to the show. Well, everyone was there, right? Hey, I kind of sound like the old guy from Family Guy, I thought. I thought I sounded Like a really pedophile? Creepy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. What's up? Giggity, giggity. Oh, that's Quagmire. I know, I'm just felt like saying Giggity, it. giggity. All right. Yeah, giggity, giggity. Lauren, his, so, country, his country hasn't gotten to that episode in Family Guy yet. Don't spoil it. Uh-oh. Oh, damn it. Anyway, spoilers, guys. Spoilers, spoilers. No! Um, yeah, so in case you guys didn't realize, this episode actually coming out on the exact day that is the 25th anniversary of Fun Fancy. In what um, country, though? Every country. Italy? Yes. Oh, they love their Final Fantasy there. Alaska? It goes spaghetti, pizza, cloud. <laughs> I had a guy at Olive Garden tell me that once. I think you just defended all Italians. <laughs> exactly. Spaghetti, pizza, cloud. Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, 25 years of Final Fantasy. It's uh, quite a long time. Yeah, yeah, that's older than me. Yes, that's older than Lauren. Um, yeah, yeah, it's two years older. Two years older. Two years older. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. You're older. giving him too much information now. Don't give him too much. <laughs> I know it's true. That yeah, I'm giving oldest. away my age. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's quite a long time. That's high school, university, and um, real life so um, yeah yeah so uh, in in uh, celebration of that we're going to do a normal show mm. <laughs> it's the 25th anniversary yeah. this happens once <laughs> every 25 years normal show hey it's our 75th show yeah that, that's that, that, that's an even higher number we're not doing anything special are you saying you're better than Final Fantasy you've been around yes. longer you got a bigger number Although, you want to rub it in their face <laughs> there's here's something I just thought oh. of oh the next 25 years, it'll be the 50-year anniversary. We will all and be... And we'll almost be 50 and um, still playing Final Fantasy. Oh God. I will be 50. You will be 50. An old man Daryl sitting in his rocking yep. chair. <laughs> back in the olden days. I remember <laughs> back when Dirge of Cerberus wasn't the best thing to remember about the series. <laughs> you all kids don't know nothing pet. about these games. <laughs> oh, but that's weird, though. Because now I'm thinking of, like, um, like... Brad Pitt, he's like fifty now. He'd be seventy-five at that point. He may not even. He be can. He, he'll be. He will be Jeez, able man. to actually recreate Benjamin Button. No. With all that again, they're going <laughs> to no, use CGI to make him look young. It's going to be all reversed. Oh gosh. Oh, dear. And he's right. going to have twenty-five babies as well. So um, enough about Brad Pitt. Um, yeah. Because um, I don't think he's got anything to do with Final Fantasy. Oh, not he yet. certainly does. Spirits he's within two. He's the main 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 guy. He's. You heard it. You heard it here first, guys. He even plays the Chocobos. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we've got some news for you guys today about Lightning Returns and uh, also some theatrical news. And then we've got the burning question responses to uh, what do you think about Lightning? What and do you after think? that, we have our question segment. We've got some interesting questions for you guys today. But before we get into that, I just want to remind you guys that, as always, Final Fantasy Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union. And it's presented by the Gaming Union Network and TweaksMusic.com comes down the iTunes store, FinalFantasyUnion.com and GamingUnion.net. But before we get into that, I want to actually talk a bit more about this whole 25 years thing, because mm. it's kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I think that we've all been playing it for quite some time, perhaps not 25 years. I've actually been playing it for 15. Yeah. I was in the know. womb when I played my first Final <laughs> Fantasy game. 
Was your mom playing it? Uh, no, it was Game Boy. It was a. It was the. It was the Game Boy one. It was not a very good game. <laughs> it was called Womb. Womb Vision. <laughs> womb. <laughs> I kept He's dying. so addicted. He was born with a Final Fantasy game in his hands. I'm, so I'm 90% have, sure that Game Boys are. I'm not sure for the, Game Boys uh, like, are bigger than most babies, though. Yeah, Those original yeah, Game Boys. You should have you should have uh, um, put your video in for the uh, the super fan and just said like, I don't care what you guys have got. I was born with this. I'll have an yeah. oh yeah, I'll make an ultrasound with me like holding a Game Boy and play and arts high figures that weren't even around because no one's gonna fact check it. And your hair is all spiked up like clouds. I'll tell you <laughs> it'll what, be, like, it'll be a mixture of cloud. And I'll still have the scar, and that's a very detailed yep. for an ultrasound, but it'll still be there. And I'll have a million of zip, millions of zippers as well. Oh, zippers. Oh, yeah. All zippers. Oh, I'll tell you what, though. I don't, did you guys watch any of the videos that they... Yes. Um, it was crazy. I don't know who won at the end, but I remember the guy who was um, the top. I think he was um, French. Hold on. Wait, Spanish. someone actually won? I don't know. Well, when I was looking at it, he had the most votes. Yeah. Um, and he his collection was just like, I ran a Final Fantasy fan site. This is all the stuff I've collected over the years. And it was just like hundreds and hundreds of like figurines and like posters and all this stuff it, he had storage rooms full of the stuff it was crazy it's like how much does that stuff cost yeah. you your life that and then <laughs> it cost you your <laughs> life you sold his soul to the devil kind of hey yeah and the whole video did you guys ever see a happy family kids girlfriend wife yeah i didn't either <laughs> uh, he's not even in the video himself yeah exactly he's he, tra- he traded his body for all of these material objects all he is is a voice just knowing me like i like to try to make things like especially with Daryl's Daryl and I's room right now. <laughs> Daryl knows for sure. Too much information. I like, I like to keep things. Well, I like to keep things neat and keep things looking nice. Actually, let's get things fresh as well. On my left speaker, there used to be a Sackboy toy, and on the right one, we put our 25th anniversary Chocobo with birthday cake. But the other day, Lauren switched them around. I did Ooh. because the yeah, Chocobo is too radical. So that idea is too radical. Well, the the sack boy he has this little box, so he's kind of like in a closed thing of emotion. And um, maybe we should get the other Chocobo out. Chocobo to... was just kind of looking really lonely on the other on the other one, and he's so small compared to Sack Boy that I was just like, well, this True. balances it out a bit more. And he's really cute. Like, uh, he's well, really Sack Boy and Chocobos are known for that. I know. Both of them are really sweet, except one's in the box and one's not. Yeah. Which one is Lauren's? Hmm. I wonder. Mint, mint condition. Mint indeed. No, no, no. That would be Daryl's. Daryl's um, likes to keep things in the I, box. I do. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No. I actually, um, speaking of that, I still, a lot of the soundtracks that I've bought from Japan are still in their, in their wrappers. So you're that guy. <laughs> yep. Well, I thought, you know, I've got the album now. It's okay for me to download it. I get that, but it's like, I don't know, then you never get to look at all the pretty art that's on the inside of them, like the little sleeves. You don't get to see any of that. You're just going to have to look at scans people did. Never open it up. You you know how there are those people sometimes where they open up like a new box of a game or a soundtrack or movie and it has that new smell to it? Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. You'll never get to smell what your soundtrack is. (laughs) You never get to smell it. Oh, no. (laughs) It smells like fresh chocobo. Oh, think, that's enough 25th anniversary. Yeah. We need uh, to talk about the news. We, we, we've okay, got news. We okay, actually have news okay, to talk about. Okay. What? I guess so. Yeah. What? Are, are we on the yeah, right show? Okay. We're, going for, we're going for news. And I, the, the first story is about Lightning Returns, and it is possibly the biggest news of the year. Uh, my socks are on, ready to be off. Yep. <laughs> oh, they better be. <laughs> 
I'm about to be okay. blown away. The game's main producer, Kataze, posted a picture on Facebook of the game's menu screen. With <laughs> him in it. He was in the picture too. Come on. Boom. I, it was worth it just for that man's face. He's yeah. a good looking man. <laughs> he was just like, I am a total badass right now. I am posting this picture up on Facebook. They don't even know I'm doing it. <laughs> it's like it's like we got a real badass over in Japan to take a picture of his computer screen. Yeah, not even supposed to be showing this. Insert <laughs> you can just imagine PR just being like, what are you, what are you doing? Well, this isn't planned. Who do you think you are? Dude. Square Enix PR is just going like, oh jeez, guys, 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 they saw the font. They saw the font. <laughs> we, gotta, we, we gotta scrap everything. They saw it. <laughs> the font is an alpha. They're not supposed to see that. They're gonna think it looks bad. Oh jeez, we're screwed. We're screwed, guys. <laughs> They're already changing their sales projections. I know. It's, like, it's just like you just see like a, like a giant Square Enix arrow just going downhill. It's like, oh no. Katase, what did you do? You're too radical for this he's company, out of, he's man. Out of control. <laughs> he's out of control. Yeah, Kadasi's just like he's just flying over, taking pictures of boy. Their weekly meetings, where I imagine they're just getting foot massages by a uh, by a uh, very attractive Asian women in their weekly meetings, talking about hallway designing and whatnot, and just like that man, well, he can't be stopped. What, what, one of the other pictures they posted up in conjunction with this was uh, a picture of the plaque they received for being the user's choice mm. with Final Fantasy Thirteen, and I'm thinking. That's nice and all, but it's nothing to do with this game. <laughs> it's loosely related. In terms of the premise, yes, but in terms of the gameplay, yeah. You're, Derek, Derek, you're not supposed to think that deep into it. You're a Final Fantasy fan, for God's sakes. Come it's on, true. keep up with tradition. Yeah. I, I just thought it was a bit weird that they would like it. Here's, here's all the accolades we won for Final Fantasy Thirteen. How many did you win for Thirteen Part Two again? Yeah, <laughs> I guess just, just give it time. Give it time. We got a month. We got half a month left in December. The awards think, are just going to be rolling on in. I think Square Enix is trying to backtrack a bit to just kind of be like, "Look, guys, we won awards in the past. People liked it, us." It, in all seriousness, though, it wouldn't even win JRPG of the year of the year, would it? Because Persona Four Golden would take that, right? Oh yeah. I, I have yeah. to say, though, I like to imagine, like, if they're talking about their accolades of, like, 2012, it's like, we it's like we released a new Hitman game, we got Theat Rhythm Final Fantasy, people love those tapping games. <laughs> I mean, we got a lot of good games that came out, a lot of awards, a lot of press, people yeah. loved them all, no DLC. N- no Kingdom Hearts either, no, 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 none, none, no Kingdom Hearts. We I would actually kind of like to see, that. like, the, the sales on 13.2 now. But I, think those... I think it's about, like, 2 million. Two and a half, three. Maybe. Like worldwide? That seems yeah. wow. That's really low. Yeah. If you guys are somehow crazy and have a subscription to the NDP MPD numbers, feel like just message those my way, and then I'll just be quiet about it and just probably be sad because it'll probably be two million. Oh my it gosh. is a shame. I mean, it's they better re. You know, they, know what they should do? Wonder. I wonder if anyone would actually buy it if they re-released it with all the DLC on the disc, like for forty bucks. Like you know what Capcom does? Are they? What are the stipulations for Game of the Year editions? Um, there's none. Have you seen what Dead Island did in Japan? It was amazing. That made me laugh. They ca- but Dead, Dead Island, Island sold a lot. No, no, no. I'm just talking for other countries where it doesn't actually have a... Because Japan doesn't actually have, like, real Game of the Year awards oh, okay. editions. So they called it the Zombie of the Year edition. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome and so I like to imagine like with, and like the other games will do like ultimate edition I like to imagine Final Fantasy 13 2 complete yeah that came out edition <laughs> in other Again. news um, the composers of Final Fantasy 13 part 2 are actually returning to compose the music for Lightning Returns which I think is actually a pretty good thing yeah I, th- I liked some of theirs just as long as there's no like rage music again with, it's called uh, butt rock Lauren 
Butt rocks. Re- respect the name, butt rock chocobos. I don't want my butt to be rocked anymore, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it, it was definitely an interesting soundtrack from the perspective of... Um, some of the tra- I thought some of the tracks were really, really good, and mm. I especially like the work by Mizuto. Um, but the other tracks... I mean, some of Mizuto's tracks, like The Rock, um, <laughs> slightly odd. But yeah. you, you have to at least give him some credit for trying something new. For a, for a JRPG it's... soundtrack, especially something that's like... It's been so like rehashed out there. It's so easy for things to just like sound the same. Fantasy setting soundtrack X, but like I I didn't expect like half of the type of music I was hearing. Like even some of the rap songs, like some of the rap songs yeah, that were, there, were actually pretty well. good. Yeah, it's true. I actually I do have listened to the Final Fantasy thirteen two soundtrack quite frequently when I walk to work and stuff. And seriously, Caius's theme is badass. Ooh. It is. Yeah. I mean, e- even like if you didn't didn't enjoy purchasing Final Fantasy thirteen, thirteen two, I think you can still buy the collection edition for like sixty or forty bucks now. That's still worth it just for the fact that it has the whole soundtrack in it. Yeah, you say that though, but um, like thirteen part two right now is is dirt cheap. Um, in in the run up for Christmas, exactly. And um, I posted up the deals that are currently going around on Final Fantasy Union. No one cares. <laughs> I know they're, they're, they're be... like literally even though it's $15 yeah they're like they can't even if it was free we wouldn't take it's like come on guys it's not that bad yeah see it makes me think that like I think more people would probably buy instead of just making all the box copies that they have lying around in warehouses so cheap it's like why don't they ever like why is 13 and 13.2 not digital like download like people know, it, people it buy like that the, the Japanese games are really kind of well, I guess Capcom kind of did. Have Capcom done it? I'm sure they have. No, yeah, Cap- Capcom's been getting really into it, but it's like Square is one of the last. But it's like Square's been into it with all of their big Western titles have come out really close to day and date, if not day and date. Like Hitman and Sleeping Dogs, like were really close. Maybe mm-hmm. they just don't think people will be interested. I don't know. Maybe they're just really not. massive too. Like I don't even, I don't even want to imagine the size of those. Like to download. Yeah, it's true. Um, I guess the other thing about the whole composers coming back is that. Um, Hamoazu is, of course, part of that. And he did the music for Dirge of Cerberus. Mm. Now, although we haven't officially got any kind of confirmation about the gameplay of Light Returns, we all kind of know it's going to be a bit like Dirge of Cerberus. Yeah. Right? And Dirge of Cerberus, in my opinion, did not have the best of soundtracks. So I'm, I'm interested to see, because it's, it doesn't sound like this is going to be a typical JRPG. And as you said, Spencer, JRPGs have classic types of music. So you like Persona, Tales, whatever. They'll all have that kind of vibe. Um, I want to know how they're going to transition to this type of game, more of an action-y yeah. kind of thing. I yeah, kind of hope true. they do what Metal Gear Rising and the new DMC have done, where they're more action-y kind of games, but then are just so blatant, like they don't care about... I don't know if you guys have played the new Metal Gear like Rising, Metal Gear like Revengeance demo. It's soundtrack, like nobody's like talked about this at all, is like, normal Metal Gear soundtrack out, out the wall. It's all like butt rock DMC kind of music now. But it fits mm. so perfectly because it's crazy. D- yeah. DMC has got like Noisier, who's like a heavy metal drum and bass kind of guy. And it's, yeah, like... well, see, that's the weird thing. Yeah, and then DMC was known for like having like all that Japanese screamo music. And now it's like it's mixing that with like, like kind of like dubstep and like more electronic, like hardcore, which is really weird. Yeah, no, I definitely associate DMC with with the heavy rock and all that kind of stuff. That was. But awesome. I mean, it's just interesting, like all these like games, like whether they're like, going in different directions, like Lightning Returns, or like staying the same but reinventing themselves, like DMC. Uh, like their soundtracks are like not staying sta- staying safe when a lot yeah. of soundtracks I feel like are. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. I think thirteen soundtrack was very safe. 
Yeah, I mean, besides the theme, which was just really, really good. Like, I don't have any other notable songs besides that Liana oh Lewis, whatever the heck her name, Avatar Lady song. I just find it so funny that even on Theat Rhythm, they were just kind of like, yeah, let's use this... Blinded by this Light, three blinded times. Blinded by Light, <laughs> and then let's use a remix of, of Blinded by Light. Yeah, that works. So, like, when I was playing with it, I was just kind of like... I'm listening to the same song again. Are you serious? I don't want to listen to the same song again. Thank you very much. It's kind of like if somehow Square Enix wanted to cash in more on the theatrhythm logic, they would do a Kingdom Hearts one, and, and, and the first like 20 songs you unlocked were all just different like versions of Dearly, Dearly Beloved. Beloved. <laughs> You'd be like, oh boy, I really heard that piano in this version. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> So yeah, the final piece of news we have for Final Fantasy Thirteen Part Two. No, I'm not even saying that right. The final. I'm doing Spencer. This is your fault. Before the show, Spencer kept saying lightly returns in in relation to everything, even if it was nothing to do with Final Fantasy. <laughs> okay, so the final piece of lightly returns news we have for you guys this episode is that we are going to see the first trailer for the game at Jump Festa. Now, Ooh. just to preface this a little bit, um, in years past. Uh, kind of before the IDOS merger, Square Enix actually used to kind of go to Jump Festa en masse, and it used to be where they announced quite a lot of big stuff. And they, um, I mean, they've kind of become a bit close to TGS now because Yuichi Wild is like part of the organizing committee. But um, Jump Festa used to be this massive deal for Square Enix, and um, it used to be where we got a ton of good news. And it, I think it's really good that they're kind of going back to that and uh, using it to display the first trailer for the game. Mm-hmm. No idea what's going to be in it. I no. think we can all sort of agree TGS was a pretty big letdown this year in terms of oh, information. Yeah. And I yeah. bet Jump Festa, like, I hope... Actually, I shouldn't even say I bet. I hope that it, it lives up to what TGS should have been. I don't know. It's Because Jump Festa is a very different type of show. It's it's quite a weird one because not many of the big Japanese publishers go to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, Square alone, Square and Namkai... Uh, Namkai. 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 That's our new name. <laughs> Square and Namkai. Like are pretty much, like, the two big ones are who are always there. I feel like they could make the show more... I mean, for God's sakes, Greed pretty much owned TGS, and no one in America gives two hoots about Greed. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, excited. it's like, if you get a, give us give them a Final Fantasy trailer, show another tech demo or something, Kingdom Hearts no, trailer... No, more tech demos. Wow, yeah, who knows? Yeah, people... Yeah, they don't... I think te- the tech demo should just... That should never be a thing released. I don't know. It, ju- yeah. it just gets people confused in their hopes of. I still remember, um, like, the first Jump Festa trailer I ever saw, like, in my entire life was the one that they made for um, Kingdom Hearts. And I just remember how, like... Oh, like the original excited one? Excited I was, yeah. And, like, the music was so great. But then, like, a lot of the stuff that was in the trailer didn't end up in the game. Like, Chainsaws. Around, uh, uh, Mickey's Castle and all that stuff type of stuff like it just didn't exist which was kind of sad there's a, i remember the very first one for me i don't know if the, this might have been tgs or jump fest i remember i remember i saw have you guys seen the original trailer they showed off for final fantasy 10 when they announced it and all yeah. these things are different like titus had black hair really it, oh yeah titus had black hair um it was more of a it was like real time like you would run around you'd see people and then you'd be immediately into battle more like how 12 looked Mm-hmm. But it still had like the ten battle system. It was so different. And then when oh, I finally I like played ten, I was like, "Where does Black Hair go? He looks so cool yeah. and rebellious." I, I still it, it was kind of same with twelve as well because um, they started showing off twelve. Well, I, I like, like I, th- I think there's like nine different versions of twelve yeah. out there. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> that was a mental one. 
People um, think people think thirteen was bad. Just take a just take a look back at twelve. We kind of saw this coming. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Although twelve was delayed for different reasons. Someone yeah. died. Why well, yeah. he die? <laughs> but he got very very. He's still sick. alive. He's releasing a game now. Got very close to dying. What is it? What is he releasing now? He's releasing that. Like I think he's releasing an iPhone game or something. Oh yeah, who isn't these days? Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Matsuda. Yeah, it's Matsuda. Anyway. Mm. Who knows? Anyways. He's in his hospital bed making his iPhone <laughs> games. I People can buy him. <laughs> if he's listening to this, we're we're very sorry. <laughs> we really are. Making money. And I'll you if you're listening. Hope you get better soon. Yeah, truth. He's fine. <laughs> we should all get him a get well card. He's just nothing Years wrong with him. He's just sitting. He's just like sitting on the edge of his bed. He's like, oh, I hope those Final Fantasy Union kids can acknowledge me. That's all I live for for the rest of these days. <laughs> like, as sorry. I'm making iPhone ports. Sorry, our get well card got lost in the mail so many times that it just didn't get to you until now. Oh, we're so moving sorry. on. Uh, theatrical. Um, so, I- I'm not entirely sure how to take this news, but. Square Enix has released the app them to the iPhone Whee. and iPad and other iDevices, except the iPod 4th generation, apparently. Which it's only five? Yep. Oh, yeah, because you know those uh, those graphics in the app of them. They are pretty bagged. <laughs> I mean, whew. I mean, when I really got when I got to poke something and then go up and down, it's 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 uh, even lagging on that 3DS a little bit. It's tough. <laughs> So, the reason why I'm a bit miffed about this is because Theatrhythm came out, what, like, four or five months ago? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, it's already out on the iPhone, which is kind of like, okay, fair enough. Um, but it's more to do with what they've done. So. Supported it. I'm, I'm just going to stand on my soapbox here for a second. The game is initially free to play, um, and it comes with two songs, which are One Winged Angel and Tizanikend. And there are 13 players that you can play as and there's a ton of new characters which you can't get in the 3DS version um, so you've got people like Oren, Balthair, Hope, Sarah from 13 Part 2, Ramza from Tactics and Renoa. You may be able to can you get Oren and Balthair in You nope. can get Balthair I think by buying they DL- Yeah, they DLC characters. No, there's no DLC characters. There's only no, songs. No, but um, somebody on Twitter today um, Square Enix gal she uh, said that she bought um, Balthier for a pound ninety nine today. What? Not, the, not, on the I, not on the iPhone. I don't know if it was the on the iPhone or not. Maybe the iPhone. Okay. But whatever the case. Uh, n- yeah, I was gonna say because I literally I checked like when we talked about this He's earlier. I checked somewhere. the 3DS version. All there is is song still. Okay, oh. so we're saying none of these characters are in the 3DS version. Okay. So that's point number one because there's like twenty five of them. I want to sing and dance with Hope. Gosh dang it. <laughs> Alright, so the other thing is that they've added new songs from games which aren't in the 3DS version. So I think a lot of people were kind of crying out for all these different games to have their songs featured, and they did put in Type-0, even though we don't have it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, so, the iOS version has Crystal Chronicles, Tactics, Advent Children, uh, like, 10 Part 2. It's like, okay, fair enough. Then you have to factor in that each of these new characters costs $2 each. Each of the new songs costs $1 each. And if you want to get, like, a song bundle, uh, it's also $3. There's also a new game mode, which they've added in. And Silicon Era did a little bit of research here, and they figured out that if you want to buy everything for the iPhone version, bearing in mind it's free to play, it will cost you $143. <laughs> 
Seems worth it. Yeah, and if you buy the 3DS version, full price, and buy all the DLC, it will only cost you 81 Actually, that's a good question. I wonder how much the 3DS version still is. Like, if it, I, I bet it, it's I not bet that expensive like anymore. Twenty bucks now. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really cheap now. So it's even like it's even cheaper to buy the 3DS version. It's like, so so what are they trying to say here? That the, the iPhone is <clears throat> is actually the main version of the game, and the 3DS one was kind of like a tester. I have no clue, but I think who knows. It's really also, slow. just in case anyone cares, in America, Amazon has it right now for thirty bucks, which is totally worth it. Yeah. No, I th- I just. It's really upsetting because I actually do like some of the tracks from Barbie as I tend to, and it's really upsetting that they're. It's an amazing doing soundtrack. This. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, why are we not? Why were the people who went out and got the 3DS version? Why are they not worthy enough in order to have these on their game? Clearly, there aren't as many of them, mm. and clearly, they're not as flexible with their wallets. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Is it, do you think anyone's actually reached out to Square Enix? Since this is pretty new since when we're recording this, when they've announced yeah. it. I'm just surprised no one's like gone and asked them and be like, hey, are these coming to the DS version at all? Because this, like, this is only out in America at the moment. Or like, yeah. oh, no, it's also it's all na- also out in Europe, but it's not in Japan yeah. yet. But you would have thought they would have, if, if that was the case, they would have announced it at the same time. Oh, who knows? And been like, Japan. oh, by the way, all you 3DS guys, we're not screwing you over. Yeah, by the way. But I no, mean, I I mean, I would all honestly say if they added all these characters and songs to the 3DS, which is totally possible, they all have the. It's not like the DLC songs were unlock codes. You actually had to like sit there a while and download them with the backgrounds and whatnot. I mean, I I would say I'd buy them, but I'm saying like, any if anyone has a 3DS version, I would not say go out and get this with the, without even having played it, just for the new mode alone and new characters, because it's kind of just like slapping you in the face. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you haven't weird. played yet, then though. Feel free to download the iPhone version yeah. and kind of see what it's all about, and then oh, yeah, go and, and, also and, then, and then go and buy the, the 3DS version. Yeah, there's also guess... a demo which I think has yeah, it has more songs than the free version on the iPhone. It is like three songs. Maybe what they took into consideration was that not everybody was going to buy a 3DS for just the. There's quite a few people with 3DSs now. There are. Yeah, although I mean, I, I think it sold pretty pretty low. I don't think it. I, I it, yeah, it definitely wasn't on the chart because it was Kingdom Hearts that month that charted. That was only on one day. I know a lot of red flags went up. Like, when I was talking about the ad, the ad rhythm to, like, my friends and stuff, a lot of red flags came up because they were just kind of like, well, it's on the 3DS. I don't feel like I can get a 3DS just for the ad rhythm. Like, I'm not going to play it otherwise. People so aren't, people aren't as obsessed time... and dumb as us, especially me. It was like, Kingdom Hearts comes out and, like, <laughs> oh, God, I better spend $180 right now. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, like that's the thing too. Like you'll, you at least will purchase thing, purchase more things. Whereas like older fans of like the Final Fantasy series who maybe haven't played it in a while, they think that the algorithm is like a really good ode to the games that they used to play, and they kind of want to like relive that. But it's like you know, oh, do I really want to get back into spending money on? games and stuff so really yes, it's, it's, a, it's a dark it's a, path it's a good idea it starts with the algorithm it ends with hundred dollar soundtracks it's a good idea from a marketing perspective but i st- i don't agree with it from a fan perspective so that's where i stand on it but yes anyways yes okay so we're moving on now to our burning question segment and last episode in conjunction with square enix's little poll thing they were doing we wanted to know what you guys like or dislike most about Lightning, the main protagonist from the Thirteen Saga. So, Spencer, do you want to kick us off? All right. Uh, Varnus from the forum says, I like how underneath all the fire and flare is a loving and caring big sister. Oh, my gosh. But all that fire and flare would just make me punch her before I would love her as a big sister. 
Uh, I don't know how I'd just... feel if she was a she was a sister. Oh, um, I might. I would well, hate she her. She is a sister. No, I meant like to your me. personal sister. Yeah, to me, yeah. sister. I would absolutely hate her. I'd be like, no, you well, be sweet if, to me all the time. If uh, if you were the, if she was your big sister, it'd probably be okay because you knew if she if you got into trouble, she'd be there to like sort you out. Yeah, she'd ignore you the rest of the time, but you knew that if pushed hard to shove. But if you was the if she was the younger sister, mm. ooh. But even as the older sister, she was very controlling of Sarah and just kind of like you know. Yeah, but Sarah oh, didn't really seem to care. Mistake, blah, 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 blah. But she was sad. She wanted her big sister to have her. Here's back. a knife. <laughs> yeah. You know Thanks, me so sis. well, Sarah. Oh boy. I don't know. Okay, so the second one is from Roll Coast, who said, "I like that her gun blade is more practical than Squall's." <laughs> That's very true. Although, yes. is it? Is it? Yes, it is. It folds. Squall's <laughs> is like this big lumbering revolver with a Swiss Army knife on it that can shoot flames a couple of times if you level it up enough. It's like hers is like it's multi-fashionable. She can strap it onto her belt. It looks pretty stylish. Seriously, the Final Fantasy VIII Gunblade. As much as I love Final Fantasy VIII, it's a gun with the other half of it being a score. There was like guys, Gunblade. All right, got gun to blade. All right, we're done. But like maybe, lightning, lightning's gun blade looks like they actually put some time and design into it. But maybe his gun blade is parallel to his own gun blade. Oh, <laughs> bet you didn't think about that. Or maybe he's I, compensating uh, I actually spent quite a lot but... of time thinking about okay. Squall's gun blade. Okay, but bear in mind this. Okay, so here's the difference between the two gun blades. Squall can go up to someone, stab them in the face with it, and then blow their head off. <laughs> Lightning can't. That's, mm. You got me there. I didn't think about that. I didn't think. I'll give you that. I didn't think about it. <laughs> exactly. You know what? It's her, it's her choice. It, it, I mean, it it's is. It's her right a as an American <laughs> to do as that. I'm not going to deny that lightning is more practical. It's or you know, American. It's, it's foldable. It you can put. It's you know, it's easier to carry around. Even though it would probably annoy the crap out of you having it bang up against your backside all day. No, she yeah. likes it. <laughs> I'm sure she does. <laughs> but really, it can only be a gun or a sword. Also, really, it's not really a gun blade. Really is. Is hers more practical? Because actually, um, it's a machine gun. Squalls goes invisible apparently because it always disappears when he's running around. So really, you know, you have a disappearing gun blade comes when you need it. What's mm. more practical than that? Yeah, yeah. I, who knows though? Although wait, she she does have different like sort of weapons and whatnot. So who knows? Yeah. Like there are other ones that are much more practical. Just she just uses them p- poorly. I would agree with. <laughs> I would say hers is better. She's just not as good as using it as Squall. I think okay. we can agree on that. Okay. Anyways, this next one is from Boot, who says, I try my hardest not to think about lightning. It's harsh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I honestly think that there are people that kind of go along with that mentality. Oh, yeah. And when they announced lightning returns, it was kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, dear. Well, that's fine. Lightning doesn't think about you either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lightning don't care. Haters gonna hate. Yeah. She's just sitting on her high horse. Mm-hmm. Literally. 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 Oh, thank you. I was like, oh. So, yep. so, did she have a horse? It's pretty high. All right, so our next one is from the Ninja Max. Her no-nonsense, stick-up-the-ass routine m- makes for what I would describe as an insufferable protagonist. A high-degree level of angst that only can be pr- possibly rival that of Squall or Cypher from Final Fantasy VIII. Hmm. Reminds me of most teenagers. Um, <laughs> slash Final Fantasy characters. Yes, yeah, slash Final Fantasy characters. I don't think that that's necessarily something that's really uncommon, but I would disagree with Squall and Cipher, though. I don't think you can diss them. I mean, like, Squall, actually, I like. But he was very much, woe is me. 
Yeah. A little bit. But as, as, had, as many of them are. Issues. And lightning, mean, and lightning's pretty much worries me. She's like, oh, the world is so hard. But the thing about Squall was that he had a reason. I mean, his parents, his parents were gone. You I know, I did. You I know, people are always dancing around anyway. It's true, but she <laughs> wouldn't care anyway. She'd just be like, "Time to move on. Let's go." Oh, I just thought of something though. You know, everyone's always like every Final Fantasy game always has like an angsty protagonist. I ju- I just thought of two that no one ever thinks of. Final Six? Fantasy, no, Final Fantasy, well, yeah, Final Fantasy VI is actually really good. But this is, <laughs> oh, that's the serious one, this is the joking one. Final Fantasy XI and fourteen. you are, so, while yes, there are going to be millions of angsty, dumb people playing it, there's probably a couple normal people out there who are just like, yeah. plus, protagonists. think about all the people that play tarot. They are not angsty people. Come on, they, 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 they eat the tarot dance. That's, that's actually very In most cutscenes as well. To be honest, I'd rather play with a squall, cipher, or lightning, and play with somebody that'd be like, "Oh, you're such a noob! Oh my god!" Because everyone in Final Fantasy 11 and 14 speaks leet. Yes. You'd be surprised. Actually, most of them just use the auto chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're using that good old PS2 connected keyboard. Yep. Do you need assistance? Follow me. <laughs> so looking, the void looking says. For quest help. Ultimately, she's just your everyday stoic protagonist who just wants to protect those that she loves. Um, I don't know. I like to think she's a little bit deeper than that. Like, as much as I, like, joke about Lightning, I really do like her. Mm-hmm. I mean, just for the fact that, like, I don't know. It, it's just, she reminds me so much of, like, sh- she's what I wanted Cloud to be, but she's a girl, kinda. <laughs> like, I didn't say, like, oh, I don't want Cloud to be a girl. I don't want you guys yeah. to like that. It's like, she's, she's more developed than Cloud, but she's, like, all the, like, she like, kind of has, like, a less tragic and stereotypical story than Cloud of, like, I lost my memories. Oh, I'm such a bad person. But she's, like, we ha- like she has a reason to be, like, as, wh- what is it? Um, no-nonsense stick of the ass. <laughs> I, I like it. She, like, she has, like, a reason to be like that. And it's, like, she's not a wooden board. She has moments where she will joke. Yeah. It's, like, she's, she's, not, she's not, like, some robot. But then I think a lot of people overlook the fact that Lightning's a person who would probably much rather be on her own. Like, I mean, how I do mean, we know that? Maybe Lightning's return will be all about her and her boyfriend having a magical vacation well, in I mean, time space. She, <laughs> I mean, if you look at her, like she always wants to be, she always wants to be like five steps ahead of everybody. She always wants to just be, you know, doing it her own way and not having anybody else. And really, you can't, you can't like harp on her for that. I mean, she was trained to be a sort of. Com- she was trained for combat. She was trained in order to be be this strong woman, this strong independent woman who can take care of herself. And anybody else who goes with her just holds her back. I can see where she's coming from. I mean, she probably sees like the ticking clock and hope and snow and all of their problems or whatever is just holding her back a bit. And she's just like, guys, I need to move forward. If you're not able to come with me, then you guys can just stay behind. But I'm not waiting for you. On the subject of snow, he is confirmed for Lightning Returns. Am I right? Yeah. 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 Sarah's not in it. Mm, you know, it, are those two? You know, you know, yeah, you know, could be you the know, boyfriend. You know. She could have been real, biding her real time. Real talk, guys. Real talk, guys. Is Lightning asexual? Like we haven't <laughs> seen anything out of her. Like, I mean, I was getting pretty desperate in 13. I was like, God, just hit on Hope or something. <laughs> just You're around a man. Do something sexual for your gender. Oh, but he's man like is so a very little. loose term for Hope. He's hey, so he's small. got parts that men have. He does. Not in that game. But yeah, that's, that's yeah even in the first game, I don't think they dropped yet. But In yeah. the second game, he had, his voice had gone. 
Yeah, in the second game he was a bit older, but That's he fine. looks like a Vocaloid. Um, I'm a real man. <laughs> I'm a real boy. No, you're not, Hope. Okay. Just wait um, in the sequel, then you'll <laughs> then you'll be laughing. <laughs> then you'll all be sorry. I, no, Hope's in the third one. Hope's in Nightmare Returns as well, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, it could be a it could yeah. be a love triangle. Love triangle. <laughs> <laughs> what if Noel's going to be Hope. there as well? Oh god. Oh my god, be the love box. Yes, be the, the love best. box. Anyways, all right, let's move on. So this last one is from a Spoony Bard, who says, "While she may be annoying at times, I do like her no-nonsense approach to many of the situations she has to put up with." Yeah, although. I it's just every single time anyone says no nonsense approach. I was like, is this like a phrase that's been going around? (laughs) Like so, like Katase was like, with that no nonsense lightning. Yeah, it's like when he announced they announced Snow as the guy with the big feet. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) if you got big feet, you got oh. Uh, um, So this whole no nonsense thing, it always just makes me think of that one cutscene on the bridge where she's just like, hope, just go away. Yeah, and then the idolon comes out, and then she's like, oh, you know what, hope. Let's just be buddies. <laughs> People, let me tell you about my best friend. <laughs> I gave him a knife, and now we're okay, chums. Thing is, though, <laughs> right? up to that point, she, up to that point, she is quite no nonsense. Okay. After that point, she isn't. She's kind of she's she's more um, like, okay, well, you know, we'll do it if you guys think it should be done. And really, when when they get to um, back to cocoon, Snow's just kind of like, this is what we're doing. And lightning just kind of goes, yeah, okay, we can we can do that. Yeah, her nonsense is a little less not yeah, there. Yeah, and, and, and in thirteen two, really is is there a no nonsense approach? Really, is she there? Well, she just kind of like throw Noel and just kind of been like, you know, you have to do this. Well, Noel kind of just he put himself there. Yeah, and was just like, oh, okay, so I need to save the world. This is what I need to do. Cool, let's do it. Yeah. But, I mean, like, this is just going back to what I was saying before. I mean, would she have been would she have been more likable had she done the entire adventure on her own without anybody else? Would she I have guess been we'll more find likable? Out. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh, I, th- I honestly think she probably would have been. Because, really, it was just everybody else around her that was bringing out this sort of negative... It's true. I mean, she didn't exactly have the best of opinions of Snow. Maybe they didn't even really get like get to know each other. No. It's or maybe like we'll boyfriend. find out in the flashback yeah. that they dated Ooh. once before he dated Sarah. Ooh, that would explain so much. But, yeah. He, le- he, st- he stood her up at the movies once. Ooh, that's Snow. <laughs> Ooh, I don't like that guy. And that's but, where yeah. the punch in the face came from. Exactly. I, I will say, I do I do kind of... I've grown to like Lightning, if only because I would probably be the exact same way had yeah, I, mean, I been stuck I mean, she's with not, the same thing people. Is that she's not a bad character, and I, I think out of all the characters that we've had in the, like, the last decade, mm. and 10 doesn't count in that, um, she's probably one of the best ones. Yeah. And I, if you compare it to the rest of the cast from 13, then, you know, I mean, Snow has got his detractors, but he's a pretty decent character. He's a but, hero. But, like... The rest of them, I mean, there's a reason that SARS wasn't in thirteen too much. He's at that casino all the time. Yeah, gambling but I mean, away his family money. His he just, he just wasn't a, a very good better. character, and and like Vanille and Fang weren't that great either. Hope was. I think Fang was probably better than Vanille though. Yeah, but I still, I still get so much crap for saying that I really liked Hope's story in thirteen. I thought I thought Hope was a really well developed character. Like no matter what everyone says to me, he still had his 
I'm gonna have a massive emotional switch moment. Oh, yeah. I, I just bought into it. Like the whole like teenager in that situation. My mom's yeah. dead. Spoilers for the first like t- two minutes of the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then and then Snow's like, oh, oh, okay. Uh, well, there's nothing I can do about that, buddy. Yeah. Um, I think that was kind of like the thing. I think, I, I think they they put it on for too long. I think that was the issue with it. Is that like after a while you just kind of started. It's a bit like, weird. Stop as well. misinterpreting what Snow did. Yeah, because like, Snow didn't even do anything wrong. Like, stop <laughs> misinterpreting it. When will it get to a point where they would just like stop this whole tension thing? I yeah, because like just whenever Hope was like going to confront him, something would happen. Yeah, and, and then he'd be like just... holding the dagger behind him, going, "I'm going to kill you." And I think that that's why. I, I, I like though I say to myself, him. I almost was like, you know, I really liked Hope's story. It was very relatable to me as someone whose mother <laughs> hasn't died. <laughs> I just saw it and was like, ooh, God, that happened to me last week. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, so that's it for this burning question segment. Um, There isn't really anything going on at the moment, and considering this is the 25th anniversary, we are going to make the next one not so burning. Um, Mm. Simmering question. We just want to know how long you've been playing Final Fantasy for, and uh, just just to spark up a discussion about that, really. You know, everyone started at different points in their life and at, at different points to the Final Fantasy adventure. So, just to kind of see where people came in. I mean, some people might have come in like 20 years. Some people probably started right at the beginning. Yeah. And some people may have come in and somehow 13 Part 2 was their first game. Yeah. Um, excuse me, my first Final Fantasy was on the Wonderswan Color, thank you very much. <laughs> if anyone is legitimately their first one was on the Wonderswan, oh, God. I'll mail Spencer you something. Wants to meet you. If you get, yeah. if you guys approve, I'll mail you something. I have some some Final Fantasy crap I could give away. If someone actually has like a Wonder Swan. It's like this is my first. It doesn't even have to be your first. If anyone just like has a Wonder Swan, didn't Google image search themselves one. Oh, <laughs> I would gladly give that person some kind something. Of identification to make. Yeah, sure put your face Google next it. to it or something. I don't know. I don't right, know. Just Spencer just was fully. here on your face as well. Exactly. Yeah. Just just permanent marker. <gasps> So yeah, that's pretty much what we're going for for the next burning question. Um, we hope we can really spark, spark up some good discussion of that because obviously you know we're all fans here, and um, we've all oh, got well. our stories to share. But Spencer, no, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not. I'm not even going to dignify that with the response. I I, I was going to come out and admit my love for Dragon Quest has overlapped Final Fantasy, <laughs> but I guess not anymore. Never mind, people. It was all a ruse. Just in case you were wondering, at the beginning of the show, Spencer talked about Chocobo games. They were his mm-hmm. first. Oh bless. Yeah. I think I might have killed myself if that was true. <laughs> it's like, so this is the beloved Final Fantasy series. Actually, oh, his first... God. That's actually a lie. His first game was the massage game in Final Fantasy X-2. Ooh, yeah, it was. <laughs> when we bring that thing back in HD, let's get PlayStation Move for that thing, make that a new minigame. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That would be the most awkward experience. Or get the rumble. The get the rumble sense. Are you Square Enix? Put I know it, you're listening. Put it on you can, the you can Vita take that idea to the bank. The, put it on the Vita yeah, and touch use controls. the backward touch. Ooh, rear the... touchpad. Here we go. <laughs> now it's a party. <laughs> okay, so we're now moving on to the question segment of the show, and uh, we've got two questions for you guys this episode. And Spencer is going to take the first one. All right, the first question is from Jared. How good of a job do you think? Uh, oh gosh. Asian names again. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Ma- Masashi, uh, 
Oh, Hamazazu. Um, <laughs> oh, whatever. Habadazu. He knows his Hamazazu. name. He's in this hospital Hamazazu. bed. Hamazazu. <laughs> has, uh, has done with the Final Fantasy music when compared to many of the many years of uh, Uematsu's. Do you think he's done a better job, just as good, almost as good, or do you think he still has a way to go? I think he's still got a long way to go. Um, okay. I think he's done a lot of soundtracks before 13, and I think... Square Enix putting him in charge of 13 was a, like a really big, I guess, vote of confidence for him. Oh yeah, especially since it was like, like that was really soon after um, like Nobu Uematsu left. Well, it wasn't that it? soon. Yeah, well, he, he'd, he'd been away soon. a while. Yeah, yeah. It was the first game. It was the first game without him because I don't, I don't treat 12 as that because they were always going to have Sakamoto doing that anyway. Yeah. Um, but. I don't know, it's it's a weird one, because, I, I I mean, he did Dirge of Cerberus, I didn't like it very much, and, you know, I used to listen to some of his other stuff, like, he did the soundtrack to Unlimited Saga, and like, it was okay, It it again, it was that kind of generic RPG music, but there weren't really any standout tracks, ever, it's, it's not like the Uematsu, where you know that on the 4-disc soundtrack, there's going to be at least 25% of that, which is, is listable by itself, Yeah, it doesn't even need a game, and, like, the rest of it's going to be really memorable either way, like... You know, you can still listen to the Final Fantasy VII soundtrack, and every song that someone played, you'll be able to hum along to because you just know it. Yeah. Can you do the same with Thirteen? Probably not. Mm-mm. But except, you know, except the battle theme, I think yeah. that's been burned into our the back of our brains yeah. forever now. I mean, but that's really good. I mean, that's the thing about Hamazu. Like he he does do some really good tracks. And like when I, I he think, shines, he shines. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I mean, Ten obviously he did, but it wasn't like a main soundtrack for him. Um... I mean, the story behind that was that Uematsu was kind of on the way out then, and he was being put under mass pressure by Square Enix to well, get yeah, the soundtrack Well, yeah, because remember, yeah. 9 and 10 were so close to each yeah. other. And, and yeah, and he was just like, I can't do this. Like, I'm, I'm losing my desire to do this anymore. So they kind of brought in Hamwazu and Nakano, and um, they, they split it up. Like, Nakano's are probably the worst on the soundtrack, if I'm being blunt. Because he's probably not you know, listening. It's okay. You can say. Yeah, he's, he's probably. I don't think he's even composing music anymore. I think he's mm-hmm. deaf now. Actually, no, he's not. Oh, okay. Just okay. Wikipedia. But uh, I mean, like, Hamwas has some really good tracks on the soundtrack, but then mm-hmm. he's got some really not good tracks. So it's, like, it's just that blend, and I, yeah. I think when you look at the thirteen part two soundtrack as well, he did quite a lot of the sound, the, the tracks that were related to the lightning, and they're probably the, some of the most least. What most least? They're probably some of the least memorable tracks on that soundtrack. I think one of the things, though, that I that stood out to me, especially like um, if you don't already know, um, like me personally, uh, really all I ever listen to anymore on my iPod is Final Fantasy music, like from a ton of different ones. I think I have all of them on my iPod somewhere, but whatever the case, um, it's like. With Final Fantasy XIII, they took away a lot of the traditional Final Fantasy stuff. Like, you didn't have the victory theme. The victory theme was completely different. The victory fanfare, it was completely different to any of the other Final Fantasies. Why they made that choice, I was just kind of like, mm, don't really know. Also, it, um, Right, you can understand why they did it, because, yeah. you know, they would have to continue paying, uh, you know... Yeah, but still, it was just kind of like... It, it kind of shoved in your face a bit more this is a different game this is not the final fantasy soundtrack that you've heard for the past well 25 or whatever um however many years it was i think it was about 20 probably about 20 but yeah so it's just like you know 
um, by taking away those traditional tracks that have always been synonymous with the Final Fantasy, it's just it was just kind of like mm, you could have left I, some I think, of it in there. I think the style of game also made it slightly different because it, it, as a as an entity, it wasn't necessarily like a Final Fantasy track we had before because obviously there weren't like the towns. There wasn't really that much scope for individual character themes because in the past there was a main theme and then it would be developed into a character like the main female character's theme Mm -hmm. in 13 the main female character is the main character so that didn't necessarily work from a from a kind of thematic perspective i don't know it's a weird one and obviously like some of the better tracks well like the the scene that the the track that plays during the the sarah and snow um firework scene was removed from our version yeah, that that choice I still don't understand. I kind of wish, that, like, if I know that they could. I really think they should have just like patched that because, like, I don't think anyone was like, "Oh, we want, we want." Well, so was it Leona Lewis? Like, it's it's whatever. I think the so. Avatar. No, no, no Leona Lewis was the ending theme. Oh, it just she just sounded all the same and was not good. I think just because no. we get all well, at least most of the people who really cared about Final Fantasy thirteen had heard that before or at least a good sampling of it and it was like it, when you compared the two together it just we just seemed like we got shafted on that yeah but anyways so in short i don't think he's as good as umamatsu like umamatsu is, is he's like a once in a generation kind of composer i mean i mean i don't think the stuff he's done since final fantasy has been anywhere near as good as the final fantasy stuff like the last story from what i hear is, is really good anyway but it's not final fantasy um, I, w- and I, I would say he could probably with time and like enough resources and like freedom, I feel like just with like watching his progress like through the years and games, I feel like he could be like as good as Umatsu like one of these days because with Umatsu it's like he's really good at what he does, but it's it's pretty formulaic when you look at them all together. They're yeah. still amazing yeah. songs, but it's like yeah, these all kind of seem like the same thing. Like if I showed yeah. you the soundtrack to thirteen and then thirteen two, you would think what did the what 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 happened here? Mm-hmm. But I think, I mean, well, well, A, there's different composers involved. Yeah. But, um, I mean, the, I think the, the probably the dif- the most difficult thing that Uematsu's replacements had was that they didn't want to be him. Yeah. And, like, how do you... Comp- there have been, like, uh, well, let's, let's say 11 games prior to that, if we're including Tenti, which wasn't composed by Uematsu, but it was still kind of the same theme, um, that have had a certain way of doing their soundtracks. I don't want to do that anymore. What do I do? Um crap <laughs> yeah and it's like you know this like imitation is obviously the best form of flattery but you know they don't they don't want to imitate him they wanted to stamp their own authority just as though when namura got to take on like kingdom hearts he didn't want to just make final fantasy anymore like, he wanted to do his own thing yeah it's just difficult because it's just like you know there has to be something that's constant and with final fantasy it's always been either yoshitaka mana's um, like, uh, what is it? The uh, logos. I mean, I know he did the character designs like throughout, but I guess the logos you can also compare the, the the concept art because like concept Nomura, art. He could have just thought like, you know, I'm, this is how mono has been doing it up until now. I could do it the same way. That's true, but like the thing is, is that like with the music, it's just even small bits of it could have been left in, could have been kept in. To not make it so such a massive just change like baby step into a new direction. Baby Don't step. just throw us into the deep end. Anyway, but, we've dwelled on that for yeah. long enough. We've still got another question to go through. Ah. 
So the next question is from Ertrick247. And he said, and this is, you'll love this, Spencer. Recently, I've been playing PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale, which is amazing. Spencer gave it 8 out of 10. It's okay. Sony have announced that there will be a few DLC characters and level packs to download in the new year. Do you think there will be any Final Fantasy characters? And which characters would you like to see? It gosh dang better be. When I when I found out when I found out that there was not going to be any like in the final in the final roster like the twenty characters that are now that there weren't any Square Enix ones I was so blown away because I had been I had read in interviews I had even like over the summer talked to the guys who were making the game Super Bowl Entertainment awesome bunch of guys when I was talking to them I was like hey what are you doing what are you guys going to be doing for third party support oh yeah we're going to be doing all the third party series people love like they got Dante that was really cool they got um, Ryan that was really cool. Cool. And they were like, Big Daddy. Uh, like Squar- yeah, Big Daddy. It's like, uh, in like Square Enix, that's totally synonymous with the PlayStation name. And they were like, are you, try- you guys trying to get some uh, Square Enix characters? Like, yeah, we're like looking into Square Enix characters. And nothing came out of that at all. And mm-hmm. it just seemed like that seemed like such a letdown. Like, you could include anyone from Final Fantasy. And I know there you will at least get a hundred or more copies sold just for that one character. Even if it's not yeah. anyone anyone cares about. It's true. I mean, the cool thing was with All-Stars, it's like, it's not like, I feel like, as like, what character we'd like to see, for me personally, don't go the safe route with Cloud or Lightning. I want to see you guys do something crazy. I want Noctis. you to, like, I, oh, Noctis would be amazing. Like, it would be really cool, like, like, if we saw, um, what is it? Let's get, let's get Locke from Final Fantasy VI. That'd be rad. Just to get Actually, Locke for no reason. You know... I was actually kind of just thinking, and maybe it's because I'm on a Final Fantasy X-2 kick, but I really kind of want to see LeBlanc in there just because I love her personality. I think oh, she's yeah. hilarious. I was going to say Shadow's dog. Mm. Yes. Oh, that my gosh. Or, I was actually, kind of actually another one would be cool. They could do so much with Sid. Like, because the yeah. things they do were cool they with costumes change. in that game as well. Yeah, is like they have a lot of characters like Toro. Like his whole like range of attacks depend on the costume you're wearing. So it's like different versions of Sid have like different attacks, which would be ridiculous. Well, I was also kind of thinking about like summons as well. Like, what which one could you incorporate a summon with? And I was kind of thinking like, well, if you could if you can incorporate Seymour in it, you could have Anima as a summon. <laughs> Also, uh, you know, ha- have have either of you two actually played All Stars at all? I haven't yet. All right, and the the, re- the one of the best things I love about this game is what they do with the stages and how they just mix two games together so like well. Like, just think about that alone. I think it would be really cool. And again, pro- probably a thousand people would buy this game if they just had this one stage. Like, have a Final Fantasy and like Kingdom Hearts stage just like sort of collide halfway through. <laughs> Which would make so, like, just say, picture, like, you get Midgar or whatever, and, like, Meteor's about to crash. Oh, wait, what happens when Meteor crashes? Oh, it's actually Traverse Town, and fucking characters are all over the place dancing and killing each other for no reason. (laughs) Kingdom Hearts, Sora's eating his palpoo fruit, and people would go crazy. Uh, I'm just so imagining you... a big drunk party with Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, it'll just be a big old it should be a drunk party. The screen goes blurred. Everyone will buy it. It's like Kyrie and Riku have a hookah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's what Spencer thinks about that. Yep, I think that's rocking. So, considering this is the 25th anniversary show, um, I've been kind of saving this up for a little while. Holding out on us, huh? The music segment is going to be, in my opinion, pretty badass. Ooh. Best of 2012. Spencer heard the track beforehand, and he thought it was pretty awesome. Understatement of the century. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> so, the song is from Final Fantasy VII. 
potentially the most overhyped game of the century. Nah. 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 What are you... Yes. Yeah. To some people. Indie game. Uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> the original song is Fighting, and the arrangement title is Funnel Beat to C7. See Ooh, what he did there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the arranger is Square Tune Magician. I don't think it's actually in relation to the fact that it's a Square Enix title uh, or a Square title because he does a load of other stuff as well. Mm. But yeah, yeah. We, 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 uh, if it is intentional, we'll go with that. Yeah. So we hope you thoroughly square. enjoy that. It's a, it's a pretty electro-themed tune, hence the beat. But I think he did an amazing job with it. And uh, it's probably one of the best uh, fighting remixes I've ever heard. Mm. It's my lot. first fighting remix I've ever heard. It's the best. You yeah, haven't heard Voice of the live stream. Come on. No, I haven't actually. Go download it now. <laughs> I'll find right the now. I'll find the quickest slash legalist way to download it right it is now. Legal. It's free. It's free. Oh, that sounds pretty tough. <laughs> I don't think I can afford that. Anyway, um, this is actually the last show for Final Fantasy Unit for the year. We're going on going on Christmas break, and uh, so the next show that we are going to be recording is on the twenty second of January, and we ha- have some very interesting plans for next year. Um, I don't know if I should spoil any of them now. No, don't, don't let them come. Let them. Let let it be know. a late Christmas surprise. Like we'll be that one uncle who didn't show up, but then he shows up like in January with a foosball table, and we're like, yeah, we didn't expect this. It's kind of late, but yeah. Okay, well I'm gonna tease it a little bit. Okay. We may have a new addition to the show. Oh my gosh. Mm. Is that is that okay? To say that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna say what the addition is. It might not even be a person. Oh, could be could could be a chocobo. Oh, we're saying too much. We're saying too much. We shouldn't say <laughs> that. Well, to find out, you have to subscribe to the show, Ooh. and you can Ooh. do that on I the iTunes you, Store. I see what you're doing there, Daryl. Yeah, if you search for Final Fantasy, we are the number one podcast, and uh, we hope to be for the foreseeable future. Yes, we have been for 75 episodes so far. Yep, and uh, here's 250. Yeah, yeah, 25 um, more years, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Work is actually still underway on the new Final Fantasy Union website. I'm going to be doing some hardcore work on it tomorrow. And um, until then, please be sure to check out the FinalFantasyUnion.com website for all the latest Final Fantasy news coverage. Lauren, Spencer and I are actually doing some articles at the moment for the 25th anniversary celebration. We're going to talk about lots of different culture things relating to Final Fantasy. And Spencer's actually supposed to have done one, but hasn't yet. Oh, well, buddy. It's, it's, yes. it's, in the, it's, it's, it's perfecting. It's marinating, as they say. <laughs> into perfection <laughs> so yes Very we hope you enjoy it all there's some interesting topics so um, feel free to dive in Lauren wrote one about cosplaying yes I did I wrote one about Final Fantasy 1 Spencer is going to be writing about things we're not going to talk about yet you got to go on the website to find out so that's how we're Mystery. rolling yeah yep. so Spencer Lauren do you want to say your goodbyes and, and, and everything else and, and, and just kind of get that all there Caius bless us every one of us <laughs> <laughs> Bye guys, have a good new year and happy holidays. Yeah, definitely happy celebrate. new year and Christmas or whatever it is. Chris Mahana Kwanzaa, I think is what it's called. Chris okay, Mahana we'll, we'll, we'll go with that. Yeah. Not so much over here in this country, but for all our American listeners, this is good. And I'm Daryl saying goodbye. This has been a tweaksmusic.com and FinalFantasyUnion.com production.